know the God of the Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. No problem. Um, now, Dr. Roberta, the last time I saw you, it was during a pandemic. We were at uh, mm-hmm. Chef Ricky's like cafe, and mm-hmm. we did um, the panel discussion. And mm-hmm. um, that was, you know, things have changed now. Um, okay. And you now have your book, Poverty Curse Broken. Um, can you, um, tell us what inspired you to, you know, write your book about poverty curse, uh, broken? Well, you know, Portia, I, I decided to write the book, but, and let me be all transparent. <laughs> when I decided to write the book, it was not the book about poverty curse broken or Roberta Hosky's story. It actually was a journal that was going to go hand in hand with my 21 day mindset cards. And so I have 21-day mindset cards that I based off of my life to help people train their thought process when they're going through um, trauma and going through things in their life. But every time I begin to uh, write about it, I would begin to write about my life. And so before you know it, I'm trying to um, talk about broken hearts, but then I'm talking about daddy issues. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, wait. Then I was like, wait a minute, I didn't want to say that. And so I, I, you know, crumble up the paper and I start writing again. And then I started talking about being um, abused. And I'm like, wow, I didn't mean to talk about that. But then finally I just broke down and said, okay, God, I see what you're doing. Um, You really want me to be transparent. And so I looked at writing my book, Poverty Curse Broken, not just like, hmm, let me just tell people about my life. I wrote this book on a mission. Um, to um, allow God to use my story because um, I realized that many people have gone through a lot of trauma, like I've gone through trauma, but don't know how to turn their pain into power and learning how to keep God in it every step of the way. And so writing the book was, um, when we say what made me decide, again, it wasn't, it wasn't first about the poverty curse broken, but then I decided to just let go and let God, and that was what ended up happening at the end. The book, the Roberta Hosky story, Poppy Curse Broken. Wow, now that's powerful. Um, so can you kind of, uh, how can I put this? I know that you have um, going gone through some, you know, things in your life, um, that you could have just said, you know what, I'm going to throw in the towel. Um, you could have really, you know, questioned your uh, faith. Um, but what, like, drove you to say, no, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to stand in my truth, and I'm going to share my testimony with uh, everyone. Because, you know, just like you said, your story, um, you – it started off where you were just going to do a journal, but you actually, like, are telling your story. And I know you do a lot of, like, uh, um, work with the community, you know, with uh, mothers, you know, even single-parent mothers, or just, like, um, in our community to try and, like, bridge that generational uh, curse and bridge that uh, gap to have generational wealth. Mhm. So the question is, what made me stay in and and continue to do um, mm-hmm. and continue to share the story um, when I could have yeah. easily given up that this question? Okay. Um, well, one thing I know is that if I ever gave up, I would never know what it would be like on the other side. The other thing is, for me, when I was going through, and I mean, we always go through. I'm, I mean different levels and different times in your life, you have different trials and tribulations. So although I may not have the same trial and tribulations I had when I was a single mom, I still have some to them. But during the time of the when the book was being written, I was a single mom and I had, um, I was a mom um, at one point and a single mom at one point. So there's, there's, a, there's two different phases there. But I realized that 
my children's life was dependent on me. And there's something about something about when things are bigger than you. There's something about I knew that if I didn't give my all that I won't be the only one that suffers the consequences but my children. So there was accountability there. And I know that there are many mothers that are very much like me that you love your children more than you love yourself. And so when I looked at my children, specifically there was a time when I looked at my oldest son when he was very young and I looked at him and I realized that if I didn't do something, that poverty was going to repeat itself. And I didn't want that for him, you know. I think we need mm-hmm. to be transparent and true with ourselves um, and look at our children and just, you know, do the best that we absolutely can and not be okay with excuses. Like excuses are reasons to fail and they're not acceptable. If you believe that God is um, the king of everything, if you believe that God supplies all your needs, if you believe that God orders your steps, then move in that. Even when it when it feels like it's not happening, move in it. God always shows up. And so that's what I learned, to move from the inside out because I had something bigger than me. So I couldn't give up. It was just about me. I don't think we'll be on this podcast. I, I believe that it was about um, making life bigger than me. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So who would you say, like, is, like, your biggest, like, inspiration um, as far as, like, to keep you, uh, you know, kind of motivated or to say, okay, I'm going to keep doing this? Because, you know, sometimes I know it can get trying and sometimes you might get questioned, like, you know, what's going on? You know, the enemy will try to have a you know, play tricks on your mind. Like, what is your, like, biggest inspiration? Mm-hmm. You are very true. And the devil and the enemy, um, that's one of his most clever little devices that he has went with us where he tries to make us think inferior, right? And he and, and, and then we call self-sabotage. But what keeps me going and my greatest inspiration, of course, it would have to be, um, the word of God, but if it's an actual person, I would have to go back first to my children because I love them more than me. Then if it's a person of faith, it would have to be T.D. Jakes. If it is a person of business, it would have to be Oprah. If it's a person of mindset, it would have to be Bob Proctor or Napoleon Hill. So what I just demonstrated is that in life, you know, we have many phases of us and many, many pieces of us that need to be mentored and need to be cultivated and need to have a bigger why. You know, so sometimes, a lot of times, you need to have more than one mentor because you're going to have a linear thought process as it relates to only what that one mentor is going through. So it's good to have more than one for different areas of your life. But if it's anything that let me to make me keep pushing no matter what is my children, mm-hmm. no matter what. That's awesome. So mm-hmm. what um, were some of the challenges like you faced with writing your book? Well, I never wrote a book before, so that was my first book. But I will be um, having another book come out in the in the near future. Um, one of the challenges was when you write a, when you write about yourself and your true life, and you start discussing trauma and discuss family secrets. You know that stuff that your family tell you never to tell nobody yeah. about. Mm-hmm. So we all got. Secrets, but when you start putting that family, those secrets on paper and put it out there to the world, yeah, <laughs> that's when you get so, you get pushback. <laughs> what? Pushback? Why are you saying all but, that? Everybody don't need to know that. Uh huh. But yes, they do because that's my story, and that's what God told me to do. So it's my purpose. And choosing the will of God that I believe was the will of God over the people, and I was very, um, I, I was very cautious with how I wrote the book so that I was protecting 
um, some people um, <clears throat> in that book, but it was very challenging to tell the story as it is while at the same time keeping, um, protecting people in your image and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I figured that would, because, you know, some people, especially, like, in our community, it's like, well, why are you telling everybody? Everybody doesn't need to know. But, you know, sometimes we do need to be more transparent, and whereas though we're not finding out, you know, things happen after somebody passed or those, you know, those family secrets that everyone mm-hmm. uh, keeps. Now, yeah. besides your besides your book, can you um, share with us, you know, what other um, business uh, ventures you do? Absolutely. So, you know, I, I live and breathe real estate, and if you have my book mm-hmm. and read my book, Pop Broken, you would know that it's real estate, um, that first real estate transaction that that changed the trajectory of my life that God used. So I continue to work in real estate. I continue to invest in real estate. I create um, group economics for my millionaire mindset sisterhood. So I have an international faith-based sisterhood devoted to breaking the poverty curse. And we are um, a, a sisterhood that, again, is faith-based, and we put God first, but we also have opportunities to invest into um, properties and income-producing assets and things of that nature. So I spend a lot of time um, with my and developing the Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood while at the same time investing and doing things in the real estate industry in the United States and outside of the United States at this time. Wow, that's awesome. So mm-hmm. um, with the millionaire uh, mindset, how, if someone is interested in it, how would they be able to, you know, look it up or get more information? Yeah, that's a great question, Portia. Actually, we are in open enrollment right now, open where you're able to apply. If there's any woman that is listening to us that is, um, believes in God and believes that God has greater for them and believes that um, the poverty curse is something that they want to be broken over their life. But most importantly, believe in putting God first and the true meaning of sisterhood as well as the ability to invest together, then I um, I invite you to go to the website, which is mmsisterhood.com, mmsisterhood.com, and apply to join the Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood. We have our birthday, and we're turning six on April 15th of this year. Yeah, and we're having a big celebration, a, a formal gala, and it is in Connecticut. We also invite everyone to come and attend our Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood gala. Um, we have um, um, Kimberly Joe. She was on The Voice, and she's a phenomenal mm-hmm. entertainer. We also have Michael Child's band. That's an entertainer. Keynote speaker is world-renowned actor and real estate developer Malik Yoba. It's going to be a phenomenal mm-hmm. time for Dress them for us. So, Portia, we definitely invite you to come on down. I would love to have you as my special guest. Yes, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta look yeah. at my calendar because I would love to come. Yes, that yes, sounds like I'm, a good pause. Yes, April 15th. Yes, it's a Saturday. Come on down to Connecticut. I would love to have you as my special guest, honey. Absolutely. Yes. This is celebrating a million sisters. And the new sisters that applied in were able to get in. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So is there, like, a criteria that um, for, like, someone to apply um, in order to get in? Yeah, yeah. So um, one is there's an application process, and the application is basically um, your information, you know, what you do for a living, um, where you're located at. Then there's just some questions where some open-ended questions where you also have to write why you want to be part of the Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood. And we weigh a lot of weight. Uh, we hold a lot of weight on the essay portion of it mm-hmm. on why they were part of the Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood. We will do investing and we do, we'll do things like that, but we don't want people to just join us just because they want right, to invest. Right. And want to be able to really be each other's sister's keeper. And then, you know, the investment part comes after. So that. Um, essay, we hold a lot of weight on it. We're um, going to have a virtual interest meeting, and that okay. virtual interest meeting is March 15th, 
and it is on Zoom. I'll get the Zoom ID. Actually, I know it already. Let me give it to you. If there's anyone out there that is interested in joining and learning more about the Millionaire Mindset Sisterhood, um, April, not April, March 15th, and it is at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Zoom ID is 571-532-7713. Again, it's 571-532-7713. And you can join um, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be up there, and I'll be sharing along with some of the leaders of the sisterhood um, more about the sisterhood and opening up the doors for you to join us and, of course, for you to celebrate with us on April 15th at the gala. That's awesome. So what, like, what made you want to do the uh, millionaire mindset since, you know, your kids were your inspiration to kind of get out of this generational curse and, you know, have generational wealth for them? Like, what made you say, you know what, I want to help, you know, other people in my community, other women? Because I realized that there, it's impossible to be successful alone. And I also realize that people are in toxic environments that is not conducive to success. I also realize that many of us have ideas and visions that can literally change the world, but too afraid to dream out loud uh, based on those lyrics of my great Yolanda Adams, which is very true to how I feel. And many of us don't want to really be who we're designed to be because we're afraid of who we are and afraid of people, their opinions, and just the toxic environment. And people just really not believing in you. I do know that's a major barrier for many people. If you ha- And so with the sisterhood, we took that out, and what we did is created an environment conducive for success. What we did is took um, women from all over the world we have a chapter in Dominican Republic, the Abbas No English. We have a chapter in Kenya. We have sisters in Bermuda, sisters wow. in Jamaica, states of America. Now, we all have it in common. We all have it in common that, you know what, there's something greater in me. There's something that I know that I'm supposed to be producing, and for some reason I'm not birthing it. For some reason it's not here, but I got a sisterhood. I got a tribal woman that's going to back me. I got a tribal woman that's saying, sis, you got this. I got a tribal woman that's not being judgmental. I got a tribal woman that says, you know what, sis, let's pray about this thing. I got a tribal woman that says, you know what, you got a 1,000, I got a 1,000, we got 2,000, let's make this thing happen. I got a tribal woman. And it, and it, and somehow the energy from one of us to the other is just like is magnetic and it's powerful. Mm. The Bible says one could chase a thousand, but two could put mm-hmm. ten thousand apart. Now imagine if you had hundreds. So mm. that is awesome. the thought, and it's about living in purpose and on purpose. You know, my I believe God has allowed me to live. Um, my calling is to help and to break the poverty curse, but that in many different forms. Many people say this is my purpose, and they, they're linear, but you can move in many different directions with the same purpose. So there. It's, like, it's like, you know, you're, you're pouring into each other. Like I always say, we are all trees. So, you know, we're all, um, you get you get your group, you get your people that, you know, you're watering and you're you're planting that seed and you're growing into each other and that's that's what it sounds like, you know, the millionaire mindset is, you know, we're we're all growing and we're all learning and if I can help you one way and you might help me another way, we we're gonna make this thing work together. That's right, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, and that's it's powerful. it's powerful. The power of unity no, I'm just saying it's powerful. Just like you said, we do it together. It's, it's, I think as women, we spend way too much time backbiting and, and complaining and talking mm-hmm. about someone mm-hmm. and dismantling the, the character of our sisters. We're, we're more powerful when we build each other up, love each other, you know, work together in unity. It's just, it's just a new time, a new era, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like going on the days where, you know, I just see you as comp- competition. Now it's like, okay, we can do this together. We're stronger together than we are divided. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I feel like now um, that's more of the mindset now, and that's why I feel like you see more 
women entrepreneurs and you know things of that nature. Correct. But it's like let's 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 get it. We all can we all have a seat at the table. We all can have a seat at the table. Absolutely. Now yes, with your uh with your space when you know you were going through everything you were going through, um, did you always have your space or did you discover um you know, God along the way, along the way of like your trials and, you know, tests um, that you was faced with? Well, I've, I've had my faith since a little girl. Um, Mm -hmm. I was raised in church. So I, as a little girl, I had it when I was homeless. At one point I was living in a, in a uh, shelter, teenage shelter. And my godparents took me out the teenage shelter, but they were pastors. So I, was able to be raised by pastors a big portion of my life and they poured what you see and hear today into me as a little girl so it was that faith that kept me during the time it was that faith that that was put into me as a little child so the bible says um you know train a child a way they should go when they are old they should not depart from it and that is i am the example of that they trained me and when they were older did not depart from it but not to say that i didn't have my life where I'm out there doing what many young people doing, you know, partying and all that stuff. I have my share there, but I, but there was something that just brought me right on back to God. That's awesome. Now, what um, would you say to a woman um, that is struggling and they want to, get that millionaire mindset, but they, like, kind of intimidated. They don't know, like, where to start. Like, what um, encouraging words would you give them? That whatever it is that they want and whatever it is that they desire, that it is possible. It's possible. And to know that you are enough, that you're enough. And um, a lot of times people, we look outside of ourselves when we really are enough. Everything that you need is inside of you, and and God will direct your path. But know that it is possible. I'm also going to encourage them not to be stuck on a current situation, but always see through it. Always know that wherever you are is not a permanent situation. It's a temporary situation that you need to learn from on your journey called life where you're going to your place of destiny and purpose and power. And so if you look at where you are in life and realize that this is not the end all, the be all, this is just a, a, a stop on the journey, then we don't let depression overtake us. We don't let sorrow overtake us. You got to see past your problems and understand that nothing, absolutely nothing, stays the same. And to take control. That's one thing. Take control. Um, don't have a victim mentality. Oh, this is happening to me. This happened. This is out of my control. No, no, no. You have control, baby. You have the ability to get up from any situation, no matter where it is, no matter how it is, and take control. You could take it little by little, step by step, but you have the ability to take control. You're not a victim. You're you're victorious. Wow. That inspired me. (laughs) Now, what is one of your favorite uh, scriptures that you know you live by? Unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think, but it's according to the power that works within you, in me. That is it. Ephesians three twenty-two. Now, um, what are like some achievements? Um, that you were, that you have been able to do um, with, you know, just in your, um, you know, job uh, personally, not personally, but like um, different like awards or achievements that you were able to accomplish? You know, God has blessed me so much in so many areas. I've received 
many honors, many accolades, um, and all of them I'm very grateful for. There is one special one where I got the key to my city. <laughs> that wow. one. Wow. No. <laughs> yeah, the key to this city that I have poverty in, the key to the city that I was homeless in, the key to the city where I cried in, the key to the city where I stayed in the welfare line in, that city, yeah, to get the key to that city was something, yeah. And what city, what city is that? The great city of New Haven, Connecticut, born and raised. That's a great achievement. <laughs> yeah. It's like all my, you know, my hard work, just like you said, your tears that you cry, that you mm-hmm. think like, oh, man, I'm, I, I feel like I'm not going to get out of this, but, you know, you overcame it. That's a a blessing. Yeah, and then to come and help so many people. I can't even count the number of people that I helped again in the real estate industry. Um, I know over a 1,000 real estate agents or real estate professionals went to my school in Connecticut alone. Um, I can't count the number of people that um, God has allowed me to, to bless and to pour into um, it's just a blessing. It's just like you just got to know who you are and, and just rise and keep on freaking going no matter what. Just keep going. <laughs> just keep pushing. Yeah. Push until you can't push no more. Yeah. You know what, Portia, you asked me a question. You said, who is a mentor? And I'm going to say, I'm going to add this one in to it. Um, this person um, who is not living, um, but I admire her tenacity her ability to keep on going, her ability to lead, her ability to be selfish, meaning that she risked her life for other people that she's known and other people mm-hmm. that she did not know. She went and trusted God every step of the way when it didn't make sense and people were after her trying to kill her, but she kept on going and moving in her purpose, and that is none other than the great Harriet Tubman. So mm-hmm. when I, I knew you were going to say that. I felt that. Yeah. It gave me a chill. Oh. Yeah, so if there's anybody, woo, that's her. That's her. That's an yeah. example. Going. Her story yeah. definitely, definitely was a. That was a good. That was a good story. It was just like, wow, oh. you, know, you you're free. You didn't have to look back, but you said, you mm-hmm. know, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some more people, and I'm gonna keep bringing people, and I'm gonna keep doing it. So you know. You didn't, she didn't have to do it, just like you. Like, you didn't have to, you know, say, okay, I'm going to go back and I'm going to help, mm-hmm. you know, women that were that are facing the same things I'm facing. I'm going to get them out of this. I'm going to show them how we can, you can get out of this. Like, you can achieve it. You know, so, you know, kudos to you. and You're an inspiration mm-hmm. to a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, you like listen. I've been there. I've been in your footsteps, and a lot of people can relate to um, people who have been in the same predicament they've been in. And you can say, "But I made it," and you can too. Yeah, absolutely. It's possible. Right. You just gotta have that drive. You just have to have that drive, and you and you have to. And and one thing we talk about Harry, and I get excited when we start talking about her. But if you look at her life. One thing about her, she had that drive, but she listened to God every step of the way. Yes, every, yes she did. She wouldn't go left. She wouldn't go to the right. She would stop and be still until she heard a voice of God. And she, mm-hmm. Then she moved like, what an example. Yeah. Example. That She's a powerful one, man. She's so powerful mm-hmm. that we talk about her and her legacy and, and how her walk with God and what she established over 100 years later. That's mm-hmm. some powerful stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it just goes to show you, like, even in a film, like, if you listen to God, he'll never steer you wrong. He will not. Like, if you just listen to his word and trust him, he would never steer you wrong. Walk by faith and not by sight. And she's, like, a prime exactly. example of that. Absolutely. And I just feel a need to say this. I don't know who's listening to this podcast right now, but I feel a need to say this. Even when we look at Harriet Tubman, when she was on her purpose and purpose purpose and moving and risking her life, she went back to get her family members, right? One of the first times she went back, she went and got her family members. This was some. And so she went and she risked her life, got all their clothes, brought what they needed. She knew the way. So she was showing her family the way. 
they get to a place where it got uncomfortable because they were near water. They got uncomfortable mm-hmm. because the family did not see their way, didn't understand because they were looking in a natural realm. And one of her family members, I believe it was her brother, who just tried to divide what she was doing. Mm-hmm. The brother tried to undermine what she was doing, her own brother. But if you look at what Harriet did, she didn't argue with him. She didn't start saying, you better listen to me, I've done this. She didn't do that. She led by example. And she started walking through the water without them mm-hmm. because she trusted mm-hmm. the God that she served. And she understood that, God, you're going you gonna to have me. You got me covered. And she began to walk through that water. And when she got on the other side, that's when the people and the people she was leading came after her because they saw that she went and wasn't waiting and she was trusting God. When she got on the other side, she then corrected her brother and was like, listen, I'm the leader of this. you either going to listen right. to me. You're going to go, or we're going to have to kill you. But I'm the leader of this. She put him in place only after she proved who she was in God. Mm. So I'm saying that because I'm saying that there's a whole message. Whoever's watching this podcast, you may be trying to do something. You may be trying to lead an organization. You may be trying to lead your family into situations. You may be trying to lead your children. They may not be respecting the authority or what you have done, but I'm going to tell you to continue to lead by example and let God do what he needs to do, and then you go ahead and never get off of your seat of authority. Make sure you do that. So I just wanted to throw that in there free, no charge. There you go. That was that was a good word. That was a good word. Right there. <laughs> that was hallelujah. We about to pass the collection plate around because that was a good word. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> I felt that, yes. but that, I mean that is true because you know, like some people, I'm sure when you started in year one of the millionaire mindset, you you have people that are like, mm, I don't know, like let me see how it takes off, and you know. Because your vision is only your vision. So everybody's not going to understand your vision. Everybody's not going to be with you to say, okay, I'm on the bandwagon. A lot of people have to see, you know, how 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 is she going to do this millionaire, you know, mindset? Like, how is she going to uh-huh. get these people to help and invest and, you know, all that stuff? And then when, you know, you start taking off and you start soaring, that's when everybody wants to, you know, they want to come along. Well, how can I be a part of the of the mindset and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure, you know, your first year, that was like a trial um, and a test right there within itself because Girl. you don't always have everybody on board with you. Girl, say it. <laughs> Listen, you are there. And, it, and it's, it's, but you, you're absolutely telling the truth. You have more eyes on you waiting to see what you're going to do for you to prove that, what God has told you uh, to do, that it will accomplish exactly what it set out to do. There, you got people in your eyes on you sitting there judging you for walking in your purpose. You got people sitting there naysaying when you're doing nothing but speaking life to people. But you got to know that you know that you know who you are, and you got to know that it's not up to them. The people have no heaven or hell to put you in, right? And so what we, for mm-hmm. God, we got to move from the inside out all the time but you're absolutely right i mean that was that's not and that's still now people still trying to figure out what this sisterhood is we're still a baby technically we're five we're about to turn six but this system has been around here for hundreds of years and the other thing is to get people to believe that they're in something that is going to outlive them like this sisterhood ain't going to die when i die right think about that it's going to keep multiplying, just like these right. other sisterhoods, the AKAs, the Deltas, all these amazing sisterhoods. They're multiplying without their founders, but they never met their founders. Some people can't right. even fathom that they're that magnitude of history. They can't get in their head. Mm. But that is a good way to put it because I, I am an I am a, I am an authority, <laughs> and it's like, you know, they laid that foundation to be like, you know, mm-hmm. we're here. Uh, you know, women of color, and and sometimes it feels like um, undescribable to see. You know, like when I go to like the different conferences and to see like all these beautiful and you know uh, successful women out here, um, 
being successful, having that business mindset, you know, college degrees and masters and doctorates and, you know, things mm-hmm. like that all under the same principles and understand the same values and, and is, you know, living, doing the legacy, putting in the work. So um, a lot mm-hmm. of people think, you know, sisterhood is just, sisterhood and brotherhood is just sororities and fraternities, and it's not. It's just like, you know, your, your group of friends, you know, it's a sisterhood. You uplift each other. Like, you help each other out. Right. It's just like, you know, even though I'm, we, we're not blood sisters, we're still, we still have a bond. Correct. 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 That's absolutely true. And it's, and that's, it's, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super powerful. So, Dr. Um, Roberta, if, if someone wants to purchase your book, how could we purchase the book? Um, you can purchase it anywhere. You can purchase it on Amazon. You can purchase it at Barnes and Noble. But if you want an autograph copy, which I think you want, mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you want the order? Yeah, we want the autograph. <laughs> Just go to Roberta Hosky.com. Awesome. Now, describe your book using one word. Anointed. Mm. Yeah, anointed. I wrote that book 90% of the time crying in tears. Mm. Anointed tears. Anointed tears. Anointed. Mhm. I can't wait. I gotta go on. I gotta get that book. Yeah, RobertaHosky.com. Um. Now, if do you have like any social media handles? Um, if people wanna like reach out to you, or they wanna Absolutely. see more about you know what uh Dr. Roberta has going on, if they just wanna follow you. Absolutely, absolutely. I am on social media. I am on, of course, Facebook, Dr. Roberta Hosky, a.k.a. Miss Millionaire Mindset. Also, Roberta Hosky Verified um, on Facebook. Verify Roberta Hosky on IG. I'm also on um, TikTok and YouTube as well. And, of course, on LinkedIn. I mean, Dr. Hosky, you you verify, so you're official tissue. Yeah. No, it takes a lot to get verified. I mean, you got you to gotta know some people that know some people to get verified. So, I, my Wikipedia page, is, you know, when I got my first, my, not my first, my Wikipedia page was done, I was like, God, you ain't playing out here, huh? <laughs> so, yes, yeah, On the wiki? Okay. Wikipedia, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bird of Hosky story. <laughs> Yeah, God is good. I just love him. I love him so. Yeah, he really, he really is good. He's good. Yes, yes. So, guys, remember Millionaire Mindset Interest Meeting March fifteenth at seven p.m. Uh, Standard Eastern Time. That Zoom info is five seven one five three two seven seven one three. I'm gonna repeat that because I know sometimes your pins get a little. Jinky, so we want to repeat that. That's five seven one five three two seven seven one three. And also, April fifteenth is the six year anniversary, so you can go on to um, Dr. Roberta's uh, page or or the Millionaire Mindset page. Correct. Correct. Yes, and the gala tickets are also on Eventbrite.com. Okay, so even the gala is on eventbrite.com. So, you know, support, check it out. She has some some powerful people in the house. And it could also be like a networking event for you. So you never know who's in attendance. So go on out there, get your dress, your gown ready, and come ready for the millionaire mindset. And also make sure you purchase um, – Dr. Roberta uh, Hosky's book, um, and just support support our businesses, black-owned businesses, women businesses, and Dr. Hosky, continue the great work. 
Thank you. Um, and it's continue you, inspiring um, women, young and old. Like you're truly an inspiration to me. You know, every time I talk to you, because I remember the first time. I did the the panel when Jackie asked me. I was like, okay, but I never like hosted a panel. I never was um, a moderator for a panel, nothing. So I was like, okay, I'm nervous. I have to do this. <laughs> I was like intimidated. I'm like, you know, they have they're like business owners. You know, they're entrepreneurs. I'm just little old me, and I just felt like mm-hmm. so comfortable. And it was like, you know, you just welcome me with me with open arms. And I was like, okay, like. I feel fine. So, guys, I know mm-hmm. sometimes you may you may feel intimidated by, you know, a person's status and everything, but just go out there, like, and just talk, and they will embrace you. And if they don't, like, don't be discouraged. Just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Once again, um, Dr. Hosky, thank you so much for coming on. Guys, make sure you get uh, poverty, uh, curse broken, a Roberta Hosky story, and get your autograph copy. Get the autograph mm-hmm. copy. If you can't get the autograph copy, you can go on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and purchase it. But once again, thank you so much for coming on the Breakthrough Spotlight. We appreciate mm-hmm. you, and we can't wait to interview for your second book that's going to come out. <laughs> We're awesome. going to manifest it. <laughs> Yes, yes. Once again, thank you very much for having me today as your guest on the Breakthrough Podcast. I'm super excited to be on this podcast today. And I hope and pray that someone has been blessed and someone's mindset has been expanded and that God has used this podcast to enlarge your territory and your thought process. I'm super excited. Thank you so much, Portia. Podcast, we really appreciate you. This interview was awesome. If you want to join us Monday through Friday at 8 a.m., you can join us for the Breakthrough Morning phone call. We have live prayer requests, morning devotionals, quote of the day, live sharing and healing circle. Also on Sunday at 8 a.m., we have the Breakthrough Morning, Breakthrough Morning Sunday morning service. And on Monday, we have Bible study at 8 p.m. with Sister Angela Mays. You don't want to miss this. You can dial in at 518-318-5830. That's 518-318-5830. Also, check out our website, mybreakthrough.net, M-Y-B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-U.net. Thanks again for tuning in with us. We really appreciate it. You be blessed, and we hope to see you on a Breakthrough Morning phone call. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to The Breakthrough, where every day we come together believing God for breakthrough. Two or three are gathered and we're thanking him for every blessing We thank him for the meals that he paid We thank him for the meals that he gave We know it's cause of God we overcame We thank him for the promises he made us And for his word and how it's changing us Father, we thank you for the breakthrough Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you For every answered prayer, every testimony, every breakthrough. Breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. We're believing for a breakthrough, 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 breakth
show the God of the Still believing for a Jimmy Soul. You make known to me the path of life, and your presence is the fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Fill me with your presence, yeah. Jesus, fill me up. Fill me with your peace, fill me with your joy, fill me with your love. Fill me with your presence, yeah Jesus, fill me up Jesus, fill me with the goodness that can only come from up above Fill me with your presence, filling all my holes All the way up until my cup overflows In your presence I am whole, you fix everything that's broke Lord, you are Jehovah, right for my soul I've been going through some things no one knows Fill me with your presence, I've been running low Running low on patience, running low on peace When I seek your face, you supply every need You're Jehovah Jireh, you are my provider Let me lay my burdens at your feet and I get lighter Lord, you take me higher than I ever been with lighters You're Emmanuel and you always stay right by us When we run back to you, you never deny us Even through a party for us, you ain't just invite us We come to you empty and you fill us right up Right now I am empty, Jesus fill me right up Fill me with your presence, yeah Jesus fill me up Fill me with your peace, fill me with your joy Fill me with your love Fill me with your presence, yeah Jesus fill me up Jesus fill me with the goodness that can only come from up above Fill me with your presence, I've been really stressing Lord give me strength to give you praise cause it's a weapon If I could lift my hands I bet that'll feel refreshing Probably open up my eyes to the blessings I'm blind like a haze, I unaware my protection Forgetting there's never been a mind I stepped in When you would turn a blind eye, you were not a second Late always showing up on time when you check in Clutch fourth quarter game, winning buzzer beaters Show me where to drop the nets, I'm fishing like I'm Peter Feeling like a cheater, this really isn't fair you give me all your presence, I just give you all my cares That's an uneven exchange You let me hold your peace and you carry all my pain You give me so much grace and you hear all my complaints I'm a sinner, still you see me as a saint Fill me with your presence, yeah Jesus, fill me up Fill me with your peace, fill me with your joy Fill me with your love Fill me with your presence, yeah Jesus fill me up Jesus fill me with the goodness that can only come from up above I still got breath in me cause you're blessing me Still got breath in me right now Cause you're blessing me right now Lord, I still got breath in me Cause you're blessing me I still got breath in me right now Cause you're blessing me right now Woke up and took a deep breath Feels so good to be blessed Cold water in my drink, hot water in my Think I already know I'm blessed, I ain't even gotta think Both my daughters woke up, so I know my life is sweet First we say that morning prayer, give them kisses on the cheek Then they go to school, then I'm walking to the beach So I can talk to you, lay my burdens at your feet So you can walk me through, I ain't even gotta stress I'm already blessed, I know that cause I got breath I still got breath in me cause you're blessed in me I know I'm blessed, I still got breath in me right now 
Cause you're blessing me right now, right now. Girl, I still got breath Ooh. in me Cause you're blessing me I'm so blessed I still got breath in me right now Cause you're blessing me right now Woke up and took a deep breath It feels so good to be blessed In this world we will have trouble But I woke up feeling blessed Cause you woke me up this morning And my lungs are full of breath Said you came to give me life And that water still refreshing Took a deep breath twice Double portion blessing Gratitude before depression I say thanks because you're kind You ain't have to say this once So I came back and like the nine Thanks for keeping me in mind And protecting me from death Thanks for being who you are Thanks for blessing me with breath I still got breath in me Cause you're blessing me I'm still blessed. I still got breath in me right now Cause you're blessing me right now Lord I still got breath in me Cause you're blessing me I know I'm blessed I still got breath in me right now Cause you're blessing me right now God I know you're blessing me right now Even in this very moment Cause I still have breath in me And I know the breath Comes from you That breath is an indication That you're still with me in this very moment, I'm being blessed. Cause I still got breath. I still got breath in me, cause you're blessing me. I know I'm blessed. I still got breath in me right now. Cause you're blessing me right now. I'm so Lord, blessed. I still got breath in me, cause you're blessing me. Hallelujah. I still got breath in me right now. Cause you're blessing me right now.